Welcome back for episode two of the Bearded Ear Podcast. Want to thank everybody for tuning in last week. We had a nice turnout of listeners, some good shares, some good interactions, and I consider last week's episode a success. Uh, I'm working on my speaking on here. I went back and listened to the episode myself, and it was a little bit cringy. So today, hopefully, everything goes a little bit smoother, and we have a more clean episode. We are going to start out by taking a look back at the heartbreaker from last Saturday against Texas. Um, you know, we had... We done everything right. That's that's the hardest part about it. We were in position to win. We controlled the game for the most part, the entire game, and uh, a few mental lapses at the end of the game, and you're sitting there holding an L. Um, now, obviously, being on Twitter and seeing fan reactions on Facebook also, everybody jumps to blaming Emmett Matthews for that loss. And I, at first, thought a different reaction would have created a different outcome. But if you go back and rewatch that sequence and kind of evaluate the situation again Emmett Matthews did what anybody would do and you can't fault him for the effort um the hustle of getting after the rebound and grabbing that rebound in itself um and then just you know he went back up with that's what Post players, that's what any player's taught to do. You get a rebound underneath the basket, you go back up with it immediately. And you cannot fault a guy for doing what I'm sure he's been taught to do from a young age. Now, we can we can question the awareness of the game time situation, but again, you're in a top 15 matchup against, you know, a team that's top five. And you get a rebound, you're going to try to go back up with it. And then if you look at the missed foul shots, that would be the next thing that fans would jump to. Doesn't matter where you shoot the ball from on the floor, the time left on the clock, the situation, if you're guarded or open, every shot you take has a 50% chance of going in and a 50% chance of not going in. We hold these players to a higher standard than we would hold ourselves. Yes, we assume that a wide open foul shot should be made every time. And in reality, that would be great. But... It doesn't happen like that. Players miss shots, and it's part of the game. You look at some of the best to do it. 
uh, LeBron, Jordan, Larry Bird. You look at Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. These guys, they miss foul shots. Um, it's it's unavoidable, and for us as fans to hold these guys to a higher standard than the than what we would hold ourselves, I think is kind of silly. They are they're not missing these shots on purpose, and that's what people need to realize that whenever Emma Matthew stepped up to the foul line, his plan was to make both of them. And it hurts him more than any of us missing those shots. I'm sure he wasn't happy about it. I'm sure that he was just as upset as anybody else. So, you know, the the fact of the matter is that we got to be realistic here that it's a game. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. Yeah, it sucks losing, but it's part of it. You have that risk every time you step on the court. So, uh, fundamentally, you know, the Mountaineers were in position to win this game. Everybody crashed to the driving Texas guy and kicks it out to Andrew Jones on the corner. And we had nobody, nobody had a shot of getting to him in time to get a hand up. So that's just, that's a warm up shot right there. Uh, He knocked it down. Happy for him in the sense of what he's been through. Uh, Andrew Jones is a guy that, for those who don't know, uh, battled, uh, I believe it was leukemia, uh, some form of cancer. Battled it, missed missed an entire season, I believe. Went through treatments, kicked butt, and bowed his way back to the court. And, you know, it's one of those things. You find, find the good in a bad situation. And, you know, the Mountaineers lost. But you got to feel good for him in a sense that that's is something that I'm sure that he has looked forward to ever since starting treatments and all that and not being able to play basketball. I'm sure he yearned for the moment of hitting a game winner on the road in Big 12 play. And unfortunately, that came against our Mountaineers, but good for him. You know, that's uh, it's more than a game. It's, it's just basketball and what he went through is something that's much, much bigger than basketball. So, you know, shout out to him for that. Um, so moving ahead in basketball, uh, seems that the coronavirus has began to take a small toll on our guys. Um, I listened to the Press Virginia podcast with Billy Hahn yesterday and Anthony Lewis uh, Billy Hahn said that from what he has heard, there are three players on the Mountaineer team that have the virus. He also said that he does not believe that these three players were any of the ones that had the virus before the season started. These are three players that did not have the virus then. Um, no names were listed, but... 
you know, he says that from what he's heard, they are doing fine. It's not a bad case of it, if you want to look at it like that. Uh, They're doing okay. Some guys are able to practice. We are looking. I know they canceled the Baylor game. They canceled the next two home games. Or they postponed, excuse me. They postponed them. They are not canceled. They are postponed. Um, So, you know, looking ahead at our schedule... The Mountaineers look to potentially play again on next Saturday, the 23rd. Um, potentially looking at playing a Kansas State team that is and 5-8 on the season. It's a good time to have this matchup. Uh, you know, I think our guys are on the verge of figuring this all out. We've seen strides be made from the Oklahoma game and then to the Oklahoma State game and now to the even the Texas game. Uh, they are figuring it out. They're figuring out what their new identity is. They're figuring out how to be successful with the guys they have. They now have a matchup against Kansas State where they are clearly going to be the favorites to win. Kansas State's had a rough go at it this season. And this presents an opportunity for the Mountaineers to put a full game together and dominate a team from start to finish. And realistically, that's what we all want and really need to see. I think a lot of fans are getting impatient. I think that they're uneasy and unsure of what's to come of the team. And I think it's warranted, but, you know, it's it'll be what it will be. And I think that if the Mountaineers can come out next Saturday, put their foot on the gas, and show a dominant victory, I think fans will feel a little more at ease. Myself, personally, I'm not super concerned because... With the schedule we're playing, we're playing top 10 teams every other game, it seems like. So, yeah, we're losing these games, but we're in these games. And it'll it'll click. It'll all come together. Games in January aren't nearly as important as games in March. And right now, you're just... You're doing enough to get yourself a good spot at the table come NCAA tournament time. And then once you get in there, that's when you have to have it all the marbles in a row. And I think the Mountaineers are well on their way of being there. So um, they have Kansas State next Saturday, the 23rd. And then they follow it back on that Monday with a game against Texas Tech. So, an opportunity to get a big win at Kansas State and then follow it up with a pivotal win, I always say, against Texas Tech. That's one of those. They're coming off of a uh, big win against Texas. 
Mac McClung hit a big shot over them. Um, so, you know, let's get this COVID stuff taken care of, get our guys healthy, and then be ready to bounce back and hopefully get another get a couple W's next weekend. Um, so next thing is I want to give a shout out to collegesports.com and sideline sports on Twitter. These guys, uh, they are the ones who got me into this and I can't stress it enough that if you have not checked out collegesports.com, give it a look. We have contributors on that website for a lot of teams. There's a lot of articles on the website. There's articles posted weekly, daily even. Um, And, you know, it's the next best thing coming to sports articles. College sports is looking to take over the this brand of sports news and information we will be the top dog when it's all said and done that might sound kind of cocky and arrogant but it's facts college sports network is coming we're slowly passing competition as we speak we have sideline sports on twitter We have several, several team accounts already active, but we're looking to grow to have as many team accounts as we we can. If you are a fan of a team and you go on Sideline Sports on Twitter and search for that team, it's usually Sideline Sports and then some version of the team name. Follow them, interact with them. Follow teams you don't like and interact with them. That's that's what makes Sideline Sports on Twitter enjoyable is the interaction with fans of your own team and also fans of your rivals' teams. You can, I know myself, I run at sidelines underscore WVU and... I interact with the Marshall uh, page a lot, the Sidelines Marshall page. There's a lot of Marshall fans I interact with on there too. They're probably not a huge fan of me, but that's all right. We uh, This platform is used to create conversation, interactions, discussions, and we like to have fun on there. And if you search Sideline Sports on Twitter and you look for your team and you can't find your team, get a hold of me, get a hold of anybody on Sideline Sports accounts, find them, get a hold of them, and we can set you up with a team account of your favorite team. Or if there's just a team you like or enjoy and you want to cover them, get a hold of us. Um, It's always growing. And... Between the College Sports Network, Sideline Sports, we have multiple podcasts from obviously this podcast, the Bearded Ear Podcast. We have Four Quarters Podcast, and there's quite a quite a few other ones that are affiliated with us. 
Um, and we're looking, you know, to keep growing. Uh, like I said, our goal is to be number one, and we're well on our way to that. So, just like I said, check out collegesports.com, read some articles, interact, and like I said, you know, this thing, this thing's big. It's going to be big. It's, it's, it's getting better every day. And, uh, Graham Smith is the guy that I communicate with frequently and he's kind of the brains behind the whole operation. So shout out to him. And, you know, uh, with this podcast, I look to cover as much WVU stuff as I can Currently, it's mostly basketball, but with COVID, basketball is slim pickings. So, uh, baseball, baseball starts practice today, I believe. So, shout out to Randy Maisie and those guys. They've got uh, they've got quite the setup for a successful season. Now we just have to see you know the pieces are in place. Now we just got to see if they can put it all together and make a run in the postseason this year. Uh, recently, you know, I didn't used to be a big baseball guy, but it seems like ever since Randy Maisie got in charge of the baseball program, it seems like I'm actually have interest. So, you know, let's hope those guys can have a good season and a safe season with all the COVID and stuff. And other than that, you know, just keep keep listening to the Bearded Ear podcast. Feel free to share it around, share it to groups that you have. I recently created a Facebook page, the Bearded Ear podcast. Go. The episodes will be posted on there. So feel free to like that page for easy access to the episodes. The episodes are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and several other podcast platforms. So, you know, like I said, just interaction is key. You guys are what makes this podcast what it is so you know share it around share it to groups you have share it to friends you know aunts uncles cousins whoever and i'm still working on getting my guests set up and arranged i made some progress on that this past week so look for guests who will be on air on my sidelines account on twitter at sidelines underscore wvu i will try to let you guys know on there and on the facebook page who the guests will be and that way you can plan to listen accordingly other than that um hope you guys have a great weekend stay safe out there and let's go mountaineers